The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello. Today on the Email Marketing Show, we are talking to Cody, Ilona, and Allman. And here's some facts about them. First of all, Cody has raised billions as an investor. She runs a VC, and she's sold a few companies and has an email list of 300,000 people. Talk about inferiority complex coming on over here. Allman, he's the head of business development over at AppSumo. You might have heard of those guys. And uh, he's helped a 1,000-plus SaaS companies launch and grow. And Ilona, she's the head of content over at AppSumo, and she's generated over $10 million in revenue just from email. Foie. So much stuff we can talk about in this episode, but today we are going to focus on how to growth hack your email list so you get faster organic growth and get rid of a whole bunch of the waiting around and the hustle and grind to try and build your list. And it means you don't have to pay for ads either. Now, listen, when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're all alone with questions. So come and share whatever it is that you are working on and get stuck into all of the training and the resources in our free Facebook group. Just go to any web browser and type in Rob and kennedy.group. It'll take you straight over there. Or if you're already on Facebook, just search for the email marketing show community. We're not very good at names, but it is a logical one. Just search for the email marketing show community. Right. He has never finished, well, he's never not finished an entire packet of party rings biscuits in a single helping. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And the man who loves chocolate, but hates chocolate ice cream and chocolate mousse. How bizarre. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Let's kick off the show. I don't think we've ever had an intro that long before because we've never had three guests before! friends and email marketing heroes we are here every single week helping course creators coaches and membership site owners just like your fine self make email marketing less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favor with harder hitting higher converting psychology driven email marketing so rob we've got three guests this week but i'm going to focus just on cody because as we're about to find out during the episode this entire arrangement that we're about to hear about is all her fault we'll get into that in a second but uh, one of these three things is true about Cody. Did she okay. work in a Mexican prison? Does she have a pet snake? Or does she have a collection of shot glasses? One of those three things is true about Cody. Did she work in a Mexican prison? Has she got a pet snake? Or does she have a collection of shot glasses? Hmm. I'm just going to go for it. I'm not even going to show my working out. I'm just going to guess that Cody has a collection of shot glasses. Cody Sanchez, Ew. which one of those things is true? Wrong. Mexican prison. Mexican There's prison. Oh, no. Come on, Rob. Keeping up your, you're keeping up your record of getting zero so far. Cody, oh, welcome to the show. Guess. Allman, welcome to the show. Alona, welcome to the show. It's really lovely to have you with us. 
Thank you for having us. We're stoked to be here. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you've done some pretty interesting things with your email and you're doing a really interesting project right now where you're, what are you doing? You're documenting the growth of your email list? What the hell? Yeah, exactly. Well, like you talked about, uh, these two probably curse my names with some frequency because I talked them into this zany idea of, I don't know about you and everybody listening, but I get so annoyed. Everybody always talks about, you know, once they hit a million subscribers or then they made their first million dollars. Like, I, I don't think most people have done that. And I want to hear about all the things that suck while you're getting to a million. And so we started something called Grow Getters, uh, where we focus on week by week, how do we get a thousand subscribers a week without spending a dime? And given this crazy world we're in today, we figured that would help a lot of people. Wow, that's amazing. So, Alman, you're over at AppSumo, and this is like you going back in time, because AppSumo are a massive brand right now. Most of us have heard of them. And going back in time, what's it been like for you going back to the beginning, going, right, Let's get a thousand subscribers when you're used to wielding this massive army of fans. Yeah, it's it's reminding me of the days that we uh, worked out of a gym. I used to take calls from a, a yoga studio and get kicked out, uh, grinding every single day. But I love it. It kind of you know always reminds me um, who our customers are and putting myself in their shoes and you know starting from scratch. I love it. It's amazing. 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 I love that. Very cool. So for people who are listening to this, let's kind of get some perspective, I guess. Maybe people have got a small list right now or even, you know, just starting out, like literally getting their first few subscribers. They might be thinking, well, I haven't got a million dollars to spend on Facebook ads, so that's not going to work. And, uh, you know, I can go out there and I can go and try and do some of this organic growth stuff, but that's going to that's gonna be slow. What we're suggesting here is actually we can get some some serious growth in a fairly short space of time, right? So what, what realistically is possible when it comes to doing some of this growth hack hacking stuff for a normal one man or one woman band just starting out. Yeah, well, we kind of obsess about that. I think Alona like is the best rep for the people over here because she's always saying, but Cody and Ullman, we have this advantage, so that doesn't count. And um, I think what's actually really reasonable is people underestimate the power of their own network. So getting that first thousand subscribers, just mentally, I think for people, um, they think it's harder than it is. And we have all these funky little hacks where you can use your own contacts to grow that first 1,000. We have a goal of having 10,000 subscribers organically without using our network too much in the first 60 days. And so that's our goal. And we hit a thousand subscribers in one week. One of the cool hacks was the Google contacts, uh, your other contacts. Um, I don't know. Do you guys know about this? Not a clue. Okay. So this is for you guys to really want to go down into tactics, but essentially if you pull up your Google contacts and you can do it online or on your phone, and you look at what contacts you have in Gmail. Typically, you'll be like, oh, wah, wah, sad day. There's only like 200 contacts. This isn't going to get me an email list. But if you click down underneath your contacts, you'll see that there's something else that says other on it. And when you click other, it gets into every single person that you've ever emailed within your Gmail account. So every single Gmail account has thousands of subscribers. I had 5,000, Ullman had 3,000. Now we wouldn't be annoying and auto-subscribe people, that's terrible. But what we d would do is share our little business baby with all these people and send out an option to subscribe. And when we did that, we got, I don't know, 500, 600 subscribers pretty quickly through humans that we've known over the last couple of years. Okay, so that's literally Reacher now. And so, Alona, you're the person who coordinates the um, the email marketing over at AppSumo. So let's talk about what the heck that email should have in it. So I'm going to open up this thing. I'm going to do hell. I'm going to do some cold outreach. That's evil. Burner at the stake. All right. I mean, I might be getting a bit excited, but 
What what should that what could be in that email to get people to move from just being the person who emailed you once because you once put walked past them to now saying, Hey, I want to get you on my list? Great question. I think we should start with what should not be in that email. Um, people like to receive emails from humans, not from robots, right? So I think saying generic things like, I hope this email finds you well during these unprecedented times is just an instant no for people as soon as they open it. Um, doing really um, like obvious mail merge things where you're like, hi, space, Ilona, space, and you're not putting the effort into making it personalized. I think people can see right through that immediately. Um, I also think that the key to having successful email outreach is to be human and also give people the option to not engage without feeling guilty or feeling like they're being pressured. We've all received those like third follow-up emails that are like, fine, I'm not going to hit up, like hit you up anymore. And you're like, okay, let's calm down. Um, and so I think just being kind and being and sharing your win and just inviting somebody to engage with you is going to yield the best results. I'm loving that. Like it almost feels like it is an invitation, is it? Like think about it as a party. It, the person who doesn't engage and say, hey, I'm not going to belong at your party or doesn't even reply. You're not going to be like, well, we can't be friends because they've got they've got shit going on in their own life, haven't they? All right. So, we've, so our first idea here is reach out to this this magical other contact thing inside of our Gmail. Most of us have got that. That's good. Good crack. So Cody, I'm going to flip this back to you now. Once we've done that, and we might have a couple of hundred, maybe a thousand if, if we're really popular and lucky people, what would you do next? So I think the idea that you said about an invitation is perfect. If you think about yourself, I mean, I'm not going to spend hours and hours and hours crafting a newsletter in order for it to be worthless to other humans. That would be a giant waste of my time and theirs. So if you're creating something, you obviously think it's valuable enough to share, right? And so if you go with that mindset, the next thing you want to do is tell everybody that you know and allow them to come to the party. We don't want to be elitists, right? We'll democratize this thing. And so if we do that, then what I would do is I would post it on your social, which is what we did. We posted across all of our social channels and we tried to tag because we are with the AppSumo crew. We tried to tag a bunch of our tech stack that was intri- that, that we used in this in order for them to share as well. I mean, every company loves testimonials. And if you don't have a following, like we have some sort of following, if you don't have a following, then piggyback on somebody else's. So the next thing we did is we tagged, you know, Lemlist or Notion, or maybe we tagged AppSumo. And because we're saying, hey, we started this thing. It's awesome. You guys should all follow it. Here's three tools we used that are awesome too. And, you know, this isn't paid. Then they share some of those and you get virality without having to pay for it and without having to have a network yourself. Okay, great. So you're able to tap into somebody else's ego effectively by saying, hey, by the way, you're awesome and we're using you. Uh, and therefore they want to share that with their followers, right? Because otherwise it's 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 like, it's a really cool thing they'd be missing out on. I love that idea of being able to, again, tap into other people's uh, audience and leverage all of that in order to, to get this going bigger. It's really cool. And yeah, I think, well, and something we see with, sorry, Cody, I think something that we see with AppSumo is that we love telling customer stories, right? We love customer testimonials and sometimes it's hard to find them. Like we don't necessarily even know where to begin, but if you do the work for the brand by being, by being a customer testimonial and showcasing that you're automatically setting yourself apart because these brands want to know who's using their work and how they can amplify their own 
project. That's a massive lesson, I think, for a lot of us, because if we're thinking, well, I'm just little old me and I'm just starting my business, so I'm certainly nowhere near the level of these these fine folk. And what's my little testimonial when I, when I tag them in, in my thing? Actually, it is hard for any and for even large brands to get decent testimonials. And if you go out your way and, and put those together, that's one that's something you can do. In terms of actually penetrating and infiltrating other communities then, Cody, I'm gonna come back to you again. What are some really good communities where we can actually go in there and start identifying some people who might want to come and join our tribe, join our list? Yeah, well, um, I, you know, I hate Facebook. I hate it so much. There's a bunch of Karens and Rands on there. You should hear what they say about you. Yeah, it's terrible. I know. It's really bad. But what we realized, and so we don't want to manage a Facebook group because that's a lot of work and we don't want to be there in every day. And I watched The Social Dilemma and now I'm, I've, determined that I figured things out about social media. But what we do do is we go into other people's Facebook groups and we try to add value to Alona's point. Nobody's trying to be, you know, the really transparent idiot that just posts, here's a link to our blog. And can you go ahead and follow? Instead, what we would do is we go into a couple groups in particular trends. I love if you guys don't follow trends, Sam Parr's deal. You're welcome, Sam talking about your deal again. Um, So the trends is based on the hustle and they have a massively engaged community. What we found is Facebook communities that have less than 10,000 people and more than a thousand people are kind of our target. We want a high level of engagement. And we wrote a whole post about how we use other people's Facebook groups. We create a post that's not about us. It's serving somebody else. So how to get your first thousand subscribers. We post it in the Facebook group and we say very specifically, hey, we tried this new experiment. We know it's tough out there and everybody's trying to grow. Here's a way we grew without spending any money. How did we mess up? Where could we have done better? guys have any other ideas? And because we're not immediately leading them away from the page, but the content is on the site and people are commenting on there and we're highly engaged, um, it works. And as long as you do this with active groups, and you can see that by searching Facebook groups and making sure they've been active in the last 24 hours, what we found is posting on trends, uh, YEC, Side Hustle Nation, My First Million, these groups are really great for people who care about growing their email marketing list. So that's what we did. That's really awesome. And what's really interesting there is there is um, there can be a little bit of a battle of the egos in these groups, especially from the group owner. If you just come in and go, here's my expertise, the group owner, this happened to me recently, so I'm still uh, I've still got a bit of a be in my bonnet about it. Comes along and goes, stop trying to be smart. I'm the only person who's allowed to be smart in this group. But I think what you said at the end of that, that Cody, was the idea of saying, this is what we did and it got us our first thousand subscribers. What else could we do? It, it looks like you're asking, you're sort of saying, hey, group person, hey, people in the group, um, give us a bit more advice. And that I think that's a key bit, isn't it? Totally. The funny part is nobody gives you advice. And I, I do actually want to know. So the comments are always like, oh, this is interesting. What else did you do? So so the exact opposite of the question you, you ask happens. Um, but the, the key, like you said, is being humble. So being like, I don't know, we might have messed up here. And people love fail porn. So, you know, if you talk about the stuff that doesn't work, that works well. And if you also go in there and you say, um, you know, we tried this specific thing. Does anybody have better ideas? They don't, but they feel good about it. So I think you nailed it. That's really. I think what's great about this as well is the fact you're not going in there saying, hey, we've got a newsletter about how you can grow how you can use that. Come and join my newsletter, uh, which obviously breaks everybody's rules unless they're in India. Um, but you get to go in there with this really nice thing that's content given, it's community driven. 
rhymes. I'm a poet. I'm going to be a rapper. Um, it's community driven and uh, content, whatever I said. And and then people get to go and check out the thing. And the newsletter is sort of a bonus. Like it makes a load of sense if you're interested in the content to go ahead and, and subscribe. And are you li- are you linking or you how are you sort of because a lot of groups will say hey no links boo hiss are you just finding groups that allow you to link are you linking how are you driving people from that post to come and checking you out yeah we do include so I'd say we have like a seventy percent hit rate from a success standpoint so the groups that we know well and actually engage in we do well in. I mean, no surprise there. Um, but uh, we do include the link in almost all of them. That means about 30% of the posts get kicked out and they do the same thing. They're like, you suck, beat it, not allowed, fine, whatever. But the 70% where we do link them, we just say, hey, we included the link. Tell us if that's not allowed or like, is you know, is it better if I put it in the comments? And we just ask that question. And because we ask that question, they seem to allow it. And because we never say in there, come follow us, come follow our journey, come along for the ride. Like not a single one of those, we seem to be able to get away with it. Alona, am I hitting all that? Yeah, I think um, there's, there's competing schools of thought. I think some people prefer to have it in the comments so that it's not, so the post itself doesn't have a link and doesn't seem spammy. Um, But I think it's the same principle of, I think as long as you're just inviting people in a non-aggressive way and just being like, if you're interested, here it is. If not, no problem. But you can get all of the value simply from the posts on a standalone basis. That's really interesting. Really interesting. Okay. Facebook groups are one really good channel. And we, there's a lot of people sort of talking about that. And I think, I mean, some great stuff here that we've never thought of before. Love it. Um, where else can we be going then? So what is another way of tapping in? Have you got anything else you're using or is that the main thing? No. So the fun part about this is each week we try something different. So there's no chance we're not going to be super humble by the end of this because we get yelled at all the time. Um, One of the other ones that uh, we're messing around with right now is Reddit and Quora, uh, which are like the seventh ring of hell um, because everybody's so mean on those sites. Um, But, but, you know, I like it because they give you immediate feedback. They're no nonsense. And so we like to use uh, Reddit posts and streams. What we typically do, because we don't know all of this. I mean, I'm a VC investor, right? And I just like to growth hack things. We, we bring in somebody else who's an expert. So for Reddit and Quora, we have an expert we're working with who's done this for a lot of other ones. And we reach out to our buds and ask them like, do you know how to do this? Can you come help us not sound like morons on Reddit? Um, so we use a lot of the Reddit subgroups. That one's really interesting. And now actually Alona's man um, was able to do a bunch of big, huge partnerships with the likes of like Chris Boss. And I can't even remember some of the others um, from cold email outreach. So we're stealing his templates and that's going to be next week. How can we get some ridiculously outsized people to get on our list and not use our network at all? Okay. Amazing. I mean, I think the fact that, you know, there's uh, this, these terrifyingly um, far away people, you know, the people that nobody would ever dare to try and get in touch with. Like, like you and me. Did try like and get you in and touch me. With them. Like, like, like me and yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, um, and, if, uh, and if nobody, and even if you did dare to try and get in touch with them, you would never dream of trying to get some sort of like shout out or some sort of endorsement or some sort of sharing or, or any sort of, uh, sort of thing. So what, first of all, where did you get the gumption and the, the, the bravery to just go after that, those massive names? before we dig into anything else. So this is uh, a boy from Chris. He, he ran a, a bit of a podcast for AppSumo right when 
uh, COVID hit and we were all working from home, he started something called Remote Work Academy. And he started documenting some of his outreach and we're going to be putting it to the test this week um, by reaching out to similarly larger names in this space. Um, I can give you guys a couple of the tactics if you're interested. Um, a couple? Sit down. You're not leaving until you give them all? Yes. No, good. That sounds good. <laughs> I think the, the first one is the key is to actually be a fan of the person you're reaching out to. Like I said earlier, it it really helps to know what you're talking about and to come across human, right? So if you've actually read the book, if you if you really are familiar with this person's work, that shines through in an email and you can tell that someone's putting in effort. The other one is actually a negotiation tactic from Chris Voss himself. Um, he's a former FBI hostage negotiator. And it's to ask a no-oriented question, which I love, and it has really worked wonders. Um, basically, if I ask you, hey, Kennedy, would it be possible for you to do this for me? You would say yes, but that would be a concession on your end. Saying yes makes you feel like you're doing me a favor. But if I said to you, is it impossible for you to do this? It sounds a little awkward, but what you're going to say is, no, that's not impossible. And by saying no, you actually have the power. You feel like you're saying no, it's in your court. But in reality, you're doing me the favor no matter what. That's amazing. That's really, really, really smart. I love that. I love that to bits. I mean, that's, that is so Bar Street, just a, a little change of phrase that makes everything just, uh, everything else just fall into place. So um, I'm curious to know, going forward, obviously we've done, you've done so much already with your existing network and even the existing network that most people don't know they've got. And then other people's networks through Facebook groups. And the truth is that by itself could be like exponential. Like you could just find more and more groups all the time with a bit more digging. So that's awesome. Then of course there's Quora and Reddit and those lovely places full of lovely people. Um, and then, and now you get to reach into these enormous influencer type networks going forward as well. I mean, one of those would make a colossal difference to what you're doing. I'm curious, just throw some stuff at us. What is next? Like, what have you got further down the line? What's going to, what's, what's, what else is exciting that you haven't really done yet, but thought about? Well, we keep a list of all the crazy ideas. Um, and so let me just go through of them. Uh, and we use a content calendar and notion. We were all talking about how we love this software. So I think that's fun. But um, one of the ones that we're going to do next is viral loops and, um, and also do SendFox referral hub. Ullman, you should actually talk about the, the giveaway and the stickers. I mean, I take this out of a page from the hustle. If you guys are familiar with the hustle. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, talk about email genius through no paid and complete organic growth. This was Sam Parr grew it to a million people. Now the company does, I don't know, a couple 20 something odd million dollars revenue through email marketing. Um, and they did it, a large portion of it started through this ambassador program that they had that uses technology that allows you to give cool swag to people really cheap and, and um, optimize and create an email marketing campaign that initially uh, gives everybody an individual URL and targets them. And once they hit a certain amount of email subscriber referrals to you, they get something. So Ullman, what would you add about referral hub and that next thing that we're going to do? Yeah, it, it was the same thing that the morning brew did. And I love the gamification of it. I remember I was an early fan of that newsletter. And when I hit the five, uh, I guess friends that I referred, I got like a cool morning brew sticker and then I got the mug and you know, it's pretty much how they grew to a million subscribers. That was, you know, the virality of it. So we want to try it. It worked for them. It could work for us. 
That sounds awesome. So, like, getting that Varala. Wow, st stickers. So it literally doesn't have to be, like, massive, amazing rock sacks and fancy swag. It can be you get a sticker. You would be so surprised what people would do for a sticker. I, myself included, like, if there's a promise of a good sticker, like, a good sticker, I, like, I'm in. I'm game. Even if it's a brand you've never heard of? Well, I think for us, the the thought that went into designing our logo was that like grow getters is punny and it's fun. And then the, the logo itself is kind of has that like edgy graffiti style vibe to it so that it is something that you'd want to put on your laptop and want to share. And it allows you to identify, even if nobody knows what the go, what the grow getters brand is, uh, it allows you people to go, that's who I am. Uh, I love that. I love that. I love the fact that you've got this lovely saying, which is you, you're at growgetters.co because you couldn't afford the com. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, the, the M on the end of it. I mean, it's really, really, really good fun. This has been awesome. I mean, there's so many great things to think about. Do you know what it is? A lot of this is just having the goal and having the ambition to go, no, we're just going to grow it to like 10,000 people and we're not going to pay we're not going to basically donate to Mark Zuckerberg's charity, uh, what he calls Facebook. We're not going to do that. We're, instead, we're going to just do this organically. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. That's great. Let's get into the next section of the show. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. So, Cody, uh, actually, I think it was I think it was Aliona actually who had a really good subject line. I think we're going to go with yours if that's all right. What worked really well? Yeah. So this was a subject line that we actually sent uh, for AppSumo. I think a couple of years ago for, it was for a proposal software and the subject line was, she said, yes, exclamation point. And we had some of our highest open rates for that email. Um, people mistakenly thought that our CEO got engaged and they wanted to know more. Um, why would email our entire list about that? Still beyond me, but it was when you open that and then you're like, ah, oh, proposal software. And it, it really ties, brings that loop full circle, gets that engagement. Engagement. Perfect hook. Yes. Love it. Absolutely. It's just so good. I love it. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Well, this has been amazing. Now, folks, obviously, we've already mentioned the already mentioned the website. So, just tell us a bit more. If people want to find out more, if they want to see what else you are doing, if they want to get on that newsletter, tell us where do we go? Growgetters.co is the name of the game, and every week on there, we'll have a different tactic. So, there's a comment section. We're super active in it. So comment and let us know what you want us to try and the best thing is we'll make Holman do it uh each week <laughs> oh wow i didn't realize it was like strictly list building related right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. well i don't know Holman. i'll try, I'll try anything once twice if i like it <laughs> <laughs> absolutely love it i want to keep talking about your amazing hacks for growing your list. What are you doing? And I want to talk about that over, and we'll be doing it, over inside of our free Facebook group, which you'll probably find these fine folks hacking at some point. So if you want to watch them, how they're doing it, you'll probably find some evidence over there. But you'll find, if you've got your web browser, hurl it open, go to robandkennedy.group, or if you're already on Facebook, and we know you are, then uh, make sure you go and uh, check out the email marketing show community uh, just by searching it on the Facebook uh, group searchy thingy do da. Okay, cool. Anything else to say, Rob? No, thanks so much for joining us, guys. This has been amazing. This has been awesome. Thanks, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.